You are now tuned in to Ayana Audible. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ayana Audible, the podcast where the creatives and like-minded people link up to talk about goals, positivity, and growth. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at ayana.audible, and make sure you check me out on YouTube and subscribe to all my major streaming platforms. Today, I got the homegirl, MeJ, in the building. What it do, MeJ? What's the deal, boo? What's the deal? I'm happy to be here. I'm happy you're here, baby. Yes, I love. Let's get this. Here. Let's get this black girl magic cracking. Let's get it going, black girl magic. <laughs> <laughs> so before I get started, I want to tell the people how we know each other. Perfect. That's great. So MJ is my dog from middle school, y'all. This is my day one since middle school and we got so many memories we <laughs> damn near grew up together you know what i'm saying so i just wanted y'all to know the validity of our relationship we pretty solid you know what i'm saying and mej is out here doing her thing she's up and coming she has a clothing line going on a podcast and a plenty of other things so if you don't mind, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, ma'am. What's the deal, y'all? My name is Mijay. Everybody calls me Mij. Um, like you said, you feel me? Um, I have a clothing line called Sugar Plum LLC, a podcast called Pie With Us. And you feel me? I'm just trying to um, Verizon my um, status as far as, you know, being out there. Um, I'm from Los Angeles, California. Carson, to be exact. And yeah, you feel me? I'm just here to get my name out and um, people really see the real me you feel me yes ma'am so what do y'all talk about on your podcast so on our podcast it's me and my dude right and we kind of talk about a little bit of everything um we more so like get topics that's going on you know in the world right now it could be like politics it could be like music stuff it could just be like a little bit of anything um as well as like relationships and it's more so like a woman's outlook on stuff and then a man's outlook on stuff and mm-hmm. basically what that is yeah oh that's what's up i think that's dope you and your boyfriend could link up and do that together and it's funny because like it started during covid right you know we didn't have really much to do so one day he was just like let's do a podcast like how you feel about it? i'm like okay cool like we always be having you know conversations and dialogue back and forth about certain things so we felt like like let's just try it and after the first one we got a lot of good feedback so we was like fuck it like let's just keep going so however i'm not even gonna lie it'd be difficult as fuck because you know like if it's your man it's like sometimes <laughs> your man is your man and they get right way so but you know <laughs> yeah Certain things you can't say, certain memories you gotta step away from. Oh, girl, (laughs) girl, it's like we got this little thing. Like we know, you feel me? What? Of course, it's always gonna be real and genuine. But it's like, don't be acting funny. You get what I'm saying? Or sometimes he'll say something that irritate me a little bit. I'll be like, okay, you doing too much. Like for real. And he'll (laughs) keep it, girl. He'll keep that clip. He will not edit that shit out. (laughs) You know him. He'd be like, but it's the real you. People gotta see it. I'm like, all right, bro, I got you. I think it's dope that people can do that, though. I never was able to be able to do that with somebody I dated or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I always admired, like, you know, 
YouTube couples or not even YouTube couples, like real couples who make videos, like right? Real couples yeah. that make content. I think that's really dope. I think it is too. And it, and it kind of gives you an insight on them, but then also sometimes you see like couples out there doing stuff and you'd be like, damn, I can relate to that. You feel me? I wasn't the only one or we're not the only ones acting retarded like this. So, right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I'd be having fun, but you know, right. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to get into a couple of topics okay. and all of that good stuff. Oh. Um, so I know you're about to go on the trip. Is that a vacation? No, this is not a vacation. This is a girl's trip. So basically it's just going to be a couple of us. It's me, my sister, my mom, and my two aunties. And all of our birthdays is like November, December, January type of shit. So we was like, oh, let's just go somewhere for our birthdays all together and boom we picked the uh-huh. destination so yeah and your family is real close like yeah it ain't too many of us like out in california but you know we all try to stay close knitted and we oh know. yeah because you're from louisiana or memphis one of the two right no nah, i was born in illinois like in a small town um called Cahokia. chicago yeah, kind of like Chicago area, but it's more so like East St. Louis. So it's like, you know how St. Louis is in Missouri? East St. Louis is across the bridge in Illinois. So it's kind of like, I ain't going to put no no cities and sections, like label them like that. But it's like kind of hood type of shit. Like it's Easty, basically, that type of shit. So I was having a debate <laughs> in another uh, conversation with somebody about how do you label where somebody's from versus where they were raised? Would you consider yourself from St. Louis or from Carson? Um, That's a good question. I feel like I'm from a little bit. I'm from both, to be honest. Like I said, I was born out there. I was raised out there until I was about seven. But through time, like summer breaks or winter breaks or whatever the case may be, family reunions, I'm always back and forth out there. I'm always back and forth in Mississippi. Like I got family out there. I would go out there for summers growing up as a kid time in and time out so mm-hmm. and then as far as like Carson area you feel me that was my first place that I lived when I got to California I went to all my schools there I played sports there I did everything there so as far as that like I'm from really California but you feel me I was born there it's just I, I don't want to say like my whole culture is just hella like Carson or hella LA but it's like a mixture of both so that's like the unique thing about me because I got a little bit of this a little bit of that so i personally mm-hmm. i'm gonna just say i'm from both places you feel me i don't have no shame in it like i'm not about to be like oh i'm from multiple no like i'm from both places period right i, could walk I don't have the luxury of saying that because i was only born raised and only lived in la but that's I'll- a flex though that's a flex it is but it's not because it's like i don't know no other place like <laughs> so you don't have family in different states that you know um, of I have an auntie. She lives in Texas, but she moved out there in like early 2000s, like after my papa died. So Uh like I went to see her like once, but that's Uh it. Like I don't I have family in other places, but I just don't I'm not close to them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like shit, everybody in L.A., you know what I'm saying? That's all I know. So would you say that your family is like rooted and originated from L.A.? Basically, for that's the most a, part, my granny a, not though. You know our grannies and shit. They mm-hmm. ain't from out here, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's like my dad for the most part. Like my grandma, she from down south, but she moved to L.A. He was born, raised in L.A., and then he moved to, you feel me, Illinois, and that's how I was born out there, type of shit. So okay. I get that a couple generations down, yeah. So how 
how did you come up with Sugar Plum? What inspired you to to start getting into fashion, you know, being an entrepreneur? Yes. Um, I'm glad you asked that question. So Sugar Plum, right? So like I said, like I'm from the Illinois area, Carson area, and then I was like raised a little bit in Mississippi. So my great, great grandmother, she passed when I was like 17 at like 94. But when I was growing up, that was my nickname, Sugar Plum, Sugar Plum, Sugar Plum, or it was just Plum type of thing. But I was her only one that had like a nickname like that. So as I grew up, people always called me Sugar Plum or Plum or whatever the case may be. And so I just stuck with it. And it always would come to my mind like all the time. And then I was like telling my dude, like once I moved to my own space, I'm like, okay, I want to do something, but I don't really know what I want to do. And he's really good at like, motivating me and getting me to think in like a creative space about being an entrepreneur like that's really where I got it from is my dude for sure 100% but I would always tell him like I think I want to do something with my nickname and I broke it down to him like oh it's from this is that and this and he like that's cool so I'm thinking in my head like boom I gotta be genuine if I'm gonna use like my real nickname out there you feel me so that's kind of how I keep the the slogan of like cute and comfy because I'm gonna always be cute, but I'm always be comfy. You feel me? I'm a thick girl, so I'm gonna always be comfortable at the end of the day. So as far as the name, that's kind of how that came about. Um, as far as like the motivation and inspiration to do like clothes and be in that industry, it's it's so crazy. It's kind of like full circle. So when I was like maybe like fourth, third, fourth, fifth grade, my mom, my dad, and my grandma, that's from uh, Mississippi, they decided to start hustling and making like shirts. But you remember like back in the day, which honestly, I feel like they kind of coming back out now, but you'll see like celebrities, like picture on a t-shirt, it'll just be like a plain white tee with a celebrity on it or some shit. Mm-hmm. They started doing that. That was back in what, like 04, 05 type of shit. So they were doing that. And then it kind of grew to them doing it for like the Carson Coats, like making the hoodies and the, you know, practice suits and the sweatsuits and stuff like that for the teams at the Carson Coats. So I was always around that type of stuff, right? Uh-huh. And then I have a cousin um, that just passed, rest in peace to Kyrie, long live him. But he was always like into fashion. And I remember one day, maybe I was like 20. And he was, what, mm, 17, 18? He came to me like, hey, I got an idea. We should all do a clothing line. Let's do this, this, that, this, this, is that, this. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, this little nigga, he know fashion, you feel me? I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it, right? I'm excited. So it never kind of went through like that. And then maybe, like, I'm going to say 2019 came around. And... um he came out with his own shit and it was just his name, Kyrie. And it was like a distinct cursive name. Right. And it was really cool to see, like he did it on his own. He had people wearing his shit with his name on it. It was crazy. So, um, he passed about a year ago. So in 2020, I had started my clothing line and I would always look up to him as far as how he just put himself out there. Like no knowledge whatsoever, just from the you know, ground to where it was at when before he passed. So it was like motivation to me. So that's more so at this moment. So, okay, let me rewind. So I'm not going to lie. Like once he passed, it was very emotional for me. And I kind of like was on the back burner a little bit because I, I, I didn't have that no more. Yeah. And so once I got into my groove, you feel me? I just got into my bag and I'm like, he's my motivation. This is who I'm going to do it for. So that's who I'm doing it for at this point. Um, and I'm just grateful that I learned what I learned from him, from my dude, from my parents. And you feel me just from everybody that 
is incorporated in what I got going on. So that's what that's about. Okay. That's right. Well, <laughs> first, I hate it. That's what's up. Thank you. Thank I'm you. proud of you, bro. And I really love your, like, the way you design everything. Like, it's comfortable. I'm waiting to buy some shoes. I got the outfit you sent me. I'm just uh-huh. waiting to buy some shoes to match it so I can bust out. <laughs> But, <laughs> bro, you are like the tenth person to be like, I'm just waiting to get my shoes. I got these type of shoes. I got these type of shoes. I'm gonna bust out. I'm like, that's the type of energy I need. Like, yes, because it's so cute and like comfortable so and like stylish. Like, it's fly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Thank really fly. So and it's, I see you going a long way. Like, I know you I just started that. out, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it we got to build ourselves up. You know, that's the only way we get better, but it's quality. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely feel like you should keep going with that. Um, Don't give up. Stay consistent as much as you can with that. Even the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know life happens and, you know, sometimes we get sidetracked, but for the most part, just keep going. You know what I'm saying? You got this. I appreciate that. And you know what, Yanni? Sometimes, like, I be thinking to myself, like, I really feel like this shit going, well, all the time I feel like that shit, like, this shit going to go far. Like, I really could feel myself being one of them type of people. It's just, like, I got to keep telling myself, like, if you don't do it, you won't know. If you don't try, you don't know. Like, all right. you can do is keep going. All you can do is keep trying. So, that's but more when you so think what about mind. it, that's part of the process is mm-hmm. actually doing it. Like, very much we so. are, a lot of people are afraid of failure and that's why they don't try and Mm -hmm. they will sit up and and doubt themselves doubt other people like fear holds you back like a hundred percent so don't i know once you get over that 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 process of just hating on yourself and just realizing like look these thoughts gonna come i'm gonna have days where i don't even feel like doing this shit but the end goal is for me to get to where I want to be. And that's what I feel like makes me keep staying motivated. Even when I work out or like yeah. when I'm talking about my podcast, when I'm talking about school, like it gets hard. I'll be waking up some days like, fuck, I don't want to do this. I shit. really got to do this shit. Like, man, yeah. like I got to keep doing this shit till I'm done. Bro, like, like when am I going to be done though? Like, what right. am I be, like, okay. I'm good. Like, let's go. No, you never settle though. That's the thing. You to be a boss and to be like a mogul and to be just somebody that stands for something. It's no way you supposed to be stopping or slowing down the cur- around the curb like that type of shit. So, right. That's just how we got to look at it. But that goes into also like your mental strength, like how strong you are mentally and like mm-hmm. emotionally and like spiritually too, in some ways. So it's, it's a practice. It ain't like that shit easy. Cause like you said, it'd be days where you just be like, fuck, I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I don't want to do it. So yes. And you let those thoughts see where it come from is thoughts that do not serve you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Subconscious mm-hmm. thoughts, mm-hmm. conscious thoughts, whatever the fuck thoughts, sometimes people brag about being an overthinker and oh i just think a lot like i don't think that's a flex i think that that's Definitely something not. that people need to try to control because we talk ourselves out of so much shit we we mm-hmm. create scenarios in our head about certain shit we do so much with our minds and mm-hmm. we don't we let our minds use us instead of using our mind you know what i'm saying yep. like we we wake up every day and let our mind work for us instead of using our mind for the day. Mm-hmm. 
That's and right. once I realized I that I had to switch that shit around, yeah, it was a game changer, bro. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? You could see it. Like I know Instagram don't really show who a person is, but what you show the world and what I see from you just in that aspect, you could tell like you're just really into yourself and confident in yourself and want to do better and is, you know, trying to get better each way, you know, no matter yes. what type of shit. So I try yeah. to I try to stay, you know, consistent for the most part because that's what I talk about for the most part. I talk about growth. Yeah. I talk about being in alignment, uh, mental health, uh, relationships. Like mm -hmm. that's what I stand for is like the root of a person, not the superficial shit. Like, not yes. the, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's kind of like where I wanted to base my podcast around is like mm -hmm. just getting to know a person on a deeper level, not just, mm -hmm. oh, hey, so what you do? I, I, of course, I'm going to ask what you do, Yeah, but I more so want to talk to you about who you are as an individual why yeah. you think the way that you think you know right. what i'm saying yeah. what have you been through to make you think like that like right. you know what i'm saying like everybody all the other radio shows and all them they could have all the other shit you feel me like i want to actually get to know people on a deeper psych psychological level so yeah because you know what some people be on these interviews and they be like really popping their shit like talking out the side of their neck and it just be like you pouring out some weak ass game like it could be <laughs> Some females talking about relationships or just like music or whatever they doing in the industry, like not even just women, it could be men, like mm -hmm. people just be talking about bullshit and I'd be like, wow, like why ain't nobody mm -hmm. saying this or why a motherfucker didn't say that? When somebody said this, like y'all just letting shit slide, like that shit crazy. Everybody is just creating podcasts just to hear themselves talk, bro. Yeah. And I'm not trying to hate because I get, I, I feel like you could do whatever you want to do if you uh -huh. really care. But right. I feel like people don't have no passion in this shit. They just doing it because they can. Uh -huh. And they just, mm -hmm. they don't even value conversation for real. They just want to say, oh, I got a podcast and I talk about this on my podcast and I want to go viral. Like, it's yeah. like motherfuckers lost shows. the art of conversation for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it shows though. <laughs> and they, all they talk about is like, relationship shit on a negative perspective yeah. like not from that, a yeah. growth perspective mm -hmm. i'll be telling my dude like mm -mm, i couldn't have been on that show no I, I don't know what the fuck these bitches talk about i don't know what the fuck these niggas talking about but bro yeah, you know what that. podcast i really hate bro uh don't say it you know what i'm talking about um, <laughs> you know what i'm gonna say <laughs> girl <laughs> You probably know uh, the podcast where the two niggas be on there talking shit to all the girls. I forgot the name of that shit. Oh, uh, nah. And they be sitting in the office. Is they in the office? In Miami? I don't even know the name of his shit. I just be seeing his, the clips go viral of him just being Like an Indian or like that type of descent motherfucker? I think so, yes. Girl, yeah. That shit yes. he's Girl, yeah. He's an asshole. I and wonder why a bitch put out a blicky on him. Like, you tripping. She put out a, a gun. Girl. <laughs> shit is getting crazy, boy. But yeah, talking crazy to women. That's what happened. Look, it's, it's one thing that I've been really going through lately, bro, is, and I used to hear this all the time, but I didn't really I didn't I don't think I really started like having to really like deal with it until like I really started like stepping into my higher self and like actually voicing my opinion. Uh -huh. It's like being silenced. Like just mm -hmm. because I'm a woman, like yeah. 
I can't have an opinion. I can't share my thoughts. I can't say mm-hmm. nothing. If if men are having a conversation, I got to sit there and be quiet and let men mm-hmm. talk. Like, mm-hmm. fuck all that. Yeah. And it, and it really pisses me off because it's just like, instead of saying, oh, hey, you know, um, we're just having a, a, a man-to-man conversation. You know what I'm saying, baby girl, or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. Making me feel like okay, I'm not being silenced, but I just need to be respectful right now. Versus in why the woman talking right now? Shit. I don't want. I don't understand why a bitch is talking. Like yeah, yeah. like motherfucker, I'm I'm talking and I'm standing on mine. Like okay. let's be clear. Yeah, nah. Sometimes you have to put a, a man in check like that, though. But <clears throat> excuse me, for me, I just feel like every situation is different. Like I'm, I feel like for me, I'm never gonna be that woman that's in a situation to where some shit getting heated and I can't physically really protect myself in a situation to where I can stand on my own. So in that, no, I'm not going to be in no discussion or no debate or right. around no shit like that. But if it's something to where when I'm walking into the space and you can feel my aura and my energy and I'm just that boss bitch, yeah, I'm speaking up and I dare you right. to silence me. Like I wasn't even raised like that. So facts. And I feel yeah. like it's just because the way that women are nowadays, right? It's like we kind of like evolved and mm-hmm. like mentally, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We evolved mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Yeah. Like it, some of us are really off the charts, p- pussy popping, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. I get that. But I'm talking about women who actually like are serious about themselves. They take themselves yeah. serious. They don't tolerate disrespect. Mm-hmm. They're they have worked hard for things that they have like yeah it, it, it comes with a lot it might yeah. come with a little talk back you feel me because, oh for sure you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day it's like i didn't get here without talking back the right we have to stand on something right so it's yeah. like why try to silence us and why try to make it seem like we're masculine oh that's masculine energy mm-hmm. you you trying yeah. to argue with me you're masculine you're trying to d- go back and forth with me you're masculine like, and so how I, was I feel mas- like this i feel like this so if you feel like i'm masculine and we're having like a, a conversation that's debatable or a little bit heated you a bitch ass nigga because it's no way <laughs> i should like sway how you feeling right now by me talking to you and you know voicing my opinion it's no way because i'm not swayed about what you're saying to me so what are right. we talking about? Where where is this energy coming from? You insecure or what? Like, let's be clear. That is definitely a fact, bro. Because I, I, me, I'm not dis, I'm not gonna just off back disrespect a man. Like, I respect men. I bow down to men, but I right. can sense a bitch ass nigga. I was so just gonna like, say, but I talk shit to a bitch ass nigga though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you don't get the same respect, bro. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. No, I, I feel like, that. Oh, well, you're supposed to be feminine regardless. Like, no. I but mean, I feel like it'd be about how people was raised too. Like some women, like they just don't know how to like voice themselves or speak up. You know what I'm saying? For certain situations, that that's how they was raised to play that field. Some women was raised differently. Like, no, you got to stand in the room. You got to stand on your ten toes for what you mm-hmm. believe, in, or you're not gonna get shit or go nowhere. So, see some me, niggas is raised the same way. Like, you know. Yes, that is a fact. It does depend on how you were raised. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we are all supposed to be accountable for how we were raised. Yes, we can't control yeah. the environments we were put in, but we're we're all grown enough n- now to know that for some sure. of our habits weren't aren't really beneficial. So we can't blame, oh, well, that's just how I was taught. Like, if it's mm-hmm. harmful, 
then you got to be accountable. <laughs> you need to um, unlearn, unlearn that shit. Yeah, quick, fast, and in a hurry. But that's why I'm saying that to say, like, even for me, like, sometimes, okay, I get it. Like, I, I might come off a, a little aggressive. You know me. You've been knowing mm-hmm. me for a minute. So I might come off a little aggressive. Like, I might have a little passion in my voice. But mm-hmm. as a man, if you can't tell that I'm not trying, I'm really just trying to have a conversation for real and I'm not trying uh-huh. to argue with you, then I don't know what to tell you, bro. But I'm yeah. also take accountability and say that I'm trying to learn how to regulate my emotions. And this okay. is part of my healing process. This is yeah. all part of the healing process. Okay. I'm Talk trying to learn to how to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all part of, the, part of the healing process. Like I'm realizing that everything is not, I don't have to be defensive all the time. I can actually, I'm better off being quiet most of the time versus always having to react to certain things. Yeah. Like this is it's just the complete opposite from how I've been wired lately. So it's been yeah. real humbling. And That's I can, true. I got that. Like I, I can mm-hmm. say like, you know, like I've been working on that shit, but sometimes I ain't gonna lie. I'll be feeling like I gotta say something. Oh, for sure. And it'd be like that. Like, my dude, he'll say something that'll make me, like, self-reflect in the moment. Like, we could be talking about something, and I could get a little bit of too much emotion in my voice or just a little attitude real quick. And he'd be like, why are you raising your shoulders? You all tensed up. Relax. And I'd be like, okay. Yeah, I am a little, <laughs> I am a little tense. All right, you right. Yeah, you got me. All right, cool. So it's just but about yeah. identifying it, kind of reeling it back in and working on it. That's it. Yes, but, yeah, so that's part of like i was saying earlier like that's part of the healing process that's part of just outgrowing certain things about yourself that you know because i mean like the older we get i feel like we even more become more responsible for how we carry ourselves in our relationships friendships whatever the case may be and like Mm For me, I've been really paying attention to that shit lately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I've been trying to, like, really regulate myself. Like, I'm not perfect every single day. But yeah. as far as, like, the healing process, like, I'm definitely paying attention to my relationships, friendships, fr- uh, relationships with my pe- my family, uh, yeah. the connections I make with people, you know, uh, networking, mm-hmm. all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How how do you feel about the healing process for you? Like, are you are you aware? Are you have you become more self aware of yourself since you've been like actually tackling your goals, or is that something you've already been doing before that? So my so back in 2019 when I decided to like move out of my parents' house and me and my dude was like, okay, let's get our space right. It was a point to where it was like, okay, I need more clarity. So in 2019, I was thinking about clarity. And focusing and elevating, right? So between 2019 and 2022, I went through a lot of different shit that taught me a lot of different lessons as far as like death and health and like family issues type of thing, right? So it was more so about me taking an outlook. And as I'm looking at myself and looking on the outside, looking in, I'm starting to notice different things. And then I just kind of started to look into different things as far as like energies and how to, you know, be more positive and just like mental um, healing and, you know, just healing throughout life and things. And I started being more interested in that. So it's kind of like a thing that I've kind of just started within like the last year and a half. I try to get more in tune with just 
healing the body, mind, and spirit, and just, you know, elevating and having a different outlook on things. Because we as Black people, we were raised to have a certain outlook on things. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like my nine to five job, I'm around a lot of people in the public. Like, I see people from from different strokes of life, different areas, some places where you'd be like, damn, I didn't even know that existed. Like, that place existed type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll see them, and it could be like an interaction with them for like 10, 15 seconds, but their thought process is different. The words they use is different. Their energy is different. And not saying that they're more superior than us, but it's like they were taught something that we were not. And we're the superior. So it's like something that we have to reverse and change that we don't really have the code to, but they do just based mm-hmm. on what I've seen. So, you know, it's a, it's a day-to-day thing for me. Like I said. <laughs> but can or we so- say we don't got the code now in 2022? No. Right. Cause I'm, it's no excuses now. Like it's no up, excuses bro. now. It's no excuses now, but it's about the mental, the mindset of wanting to, get into what we supposed to really be getting into because I could be here. So let me give you an example as far as like on a a spiritual level and just being in tune with myself. Like, so, um, waist beads, right? I wear waist Uh beads and somebody told me some shit like, Oh, I hope one of your waist beads pop. Like said that shit randomly, but that shit like, really took me for a loop type of shit and girl why like a couple days later like a waist be really popped so it was it was like weird to me so little stuff like that is like the energies oh, yeah. and what people say is like people don't even realize what waist be like the person didn't even really realize what waist beads are really for and what mm-hmm. you use it for they probably just think it's like a style so when you said it it was like okay your intentions went to that and then Boom! This is what happened. So it's like. So me. what are what are they for? Are they so, are they for spiritual? Okay, so is they're more so supposed to be like being in tune with your body. So they really help you for like when you're like bloated or you gain weight and stuff like that. It really helps you focus on yourself as far as creating a healthy space. And then they do say that they bring you like love and energy and all these things, which I could personally say like okay, since I've had the waist beads, I felt different or I, you know move different like personally Mm -hmm. but it was just weird to me like I don't know I feel like you spoke that into existence that's like an energy that people she didn't even realize probably that it was like a negative energy like a negative force like that's weird as fuck you know right yeah Yeah, that is crazy I never I mean I seen the the waist beats things but I didn't know necessarily like what they were for i really thought they were just to keep track like on your waist like if you were exercising or on a diet like where the week the the beads to keep track of like your waist and shit like that but okay a little bit of both because you kind of supposed to like set your intentions what you want to experience while you have the waist beads on like you know balance and growth and love and whatever type of shit okay that's what's up yeah yeah so yeah, that's definitely true, though. Speaking things, saying certain things, and, man, we don't even realize how powerful words are, man. Like, I, I'm really just now really seeing this because it's crazy. Like, I always say certain shit. I don't really say, too, like, too much crazy shit, but when I do say or think certain things, they end up happening, bro. Like, quick. Yeah. Like, my instincts and my, like, my manifestation or whatever the fuck I'm Mm -hmm. trying to say, 
that should be happening fast, bro. That's why yeah. I don't I don't say nothing too yeah. bad because I'm like, if I've I learned do, though, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's a learning process though. No lie, it's a learning process. So I be that's why I say it goes to like your mental, like you try not to think about certain things or you don't want to overthink certain things, like you say or say the wrong shit. Like I just try to say the best thing possible, like you know, yeah, yeah, because that shit is real, but. A lot of us in our culture, they don't understand that yet. Although it's 2022, 2023, like a lot of people don't get it yet. Do you think, I've heard this a lot. Do you think that women take accountability? <laughs> um, That's a good question, girl. <laughs> um, kind of, sort of, look, kind of, sort of, yeah. <laughs> I think we do. I think some mm-hmm. of us do. I'm not going to, I can speak for myself when I say that. I I'm think that, myself and I'm going to be real, and I'm going to say kind of, sort of, yeah, because yeah. I'm spoiled. So it's like, you're not about to like, oh no, like, don't do me. Like, I'm not going to be weird on no shit like, oh, lie or no crazy shit like that. But it's like, okay, like, right. you know, I didn't mean to do that. Like, stop playing with me. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like men just be wanting to point out when we fuck up too much. And I'm like, pointing right back out at you. I'm pointing right back out at your ass. Um, yeah, you didn't do that right. Mm-hmm. But no, I think I want to change the narrative on a lot of shit. That's why I kind of yeah. want to talk about that because mm-hmm. a lot of people tend to say women don't take accountability. We don't say sorry. We don't. We don't check ourselves. <laughs> we don't. We don't check our homegirls. We don't. You know what I'm saying? We just. We just kind of just be going around just saying it's everybody else's fault and like. I see that I've seen that side of me, like when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I also see grown ass women doing that shit now. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, like, for sure. women, women that's like in my mama age bracket talking about like, don't I know? Yo, they baby daddies and shit. Like girl, girl. take accountability. Let's take accountability. Say it with okay. accountability. And taking accountability means you're just, not blaming somebody else for why certain things didn't work out in your life. Or right, that's it. It ain't nothing more to it. That's yeah. It. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you chose the right, you chose the wrong nigga and had a baby with him. Yes. <laughs> yes, he wasn't shit. Okay, yes. yes he wasn't you knew shit. this, but I think you knew this before the baby. Right. You I'm knew. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You had every fucking sign there in your fucking face and you you oh, didn't yeah. choose to see it though. You you was looking at the dick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah, what whatever else motherfuckers the motherfucker had at the time. Right. Yeah. Or do you how you what you think about this? Do you think if a nigga say he don't want to have the baby, right? And I'm uh-huh. it sounds crazy, but uh-huh. do you think that it's okay for him to like decide he don't want to fuck with them? If he literally like, I that's don't a want question. a baby with you. Like, I don't want it. Like, that's like, a very good question. So, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say this: I don't feel like it's right for any man to abandon their child. If a man comes to you and tells you that he does not want the baby that he made with you, and you the one that gotta carry the baby for nine months and go through whatever you gotta go through, you know what type of nigga you dealing with, right or wrong? Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, boom. So let's pause that real quick and let's get to the point of you deciding, okay, I'm going to have this baby. So when you had this baby, 
I understand there's hormones, there's emotions, there's thought processes, there's feelings, there's all of that that -hmm. makes you want this man to be deeply into your kid's life. However, he told you he didn't want the kid. That was a red Mm -hmm. flag, and that gave you a sign of what type of nigga this is. So you were supposed to kind of, like, prepare yourself for what type of life you was going to get your kid, meaning, like, okay, if his daddy or her daddy want to be in their life, cool, all for it. But if not, I'm going to have to make this work. I'm going to have to teach my kid this, this, that, and this on my own. Like, let's be clear. Come on now. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not right for no man to abandon their kid, just like it wouldn't be right for no mama to leave their kid with their daddy just for the rest of their life. But it happens and you gotta okay that's they told you they wasn't fucking with it they not a real nigga like come on now (laughs) right i mean yeah i mean i think men should have a right to walk away if they don't want to be around i mean it sounds fucked up and yeah it does take two to you know uh make a baby and all that I I, i understand i can't say you wrong for that because he not wrong for telling her, like, I don't want the baby. Like, yeah, right. it's half of me, half of you, but I'm not feeling it. I should have a right, too. Like, right. Like, if I so. tell you in the beginning, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and get that plan B or go ahead and get that abortion. Or, you know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying the to. The math you know ain't mathing. Right. And then you still decide to keep the baby. How you think that's going to, like, you know, like, that's just not fair, low-key. Not fair. Like, I get it. Some It be against some people, like, morals and shit, like, to get abortions and to do all and that. And I understand that. So, that's why you should know, okay, this nigga, we don't got the same morals. So, either he's a fuck nigga or it's just we not understanding each other. I'm going to have to do this on my own. Like, don't get mad if a nigga want to pull up, bust windows out, and, you know, drag him through the mud because he don't want to be with his son. Like, nah, right. you can't just... Let's you already knew, right? Like, come on now. I think it's crazy though to be against abortions, but you out here fucking like that. But whatever. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like it is the math ain't mathing. That's the math ain't mathing. Like, girl, <laughs> people crazy. Oh, pray for my people. No, for real, pray for my people. But it's how we was raised. Again, like we had already said, like we gotta like change the narrative like get out of that thought process like yes you know other races out here doing what they have to do like and understanding what it is like the hard way the long way Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i don't you know what do you think okay so i know that this is about to be crazy so i know that the dating game is fucked up right i mean you 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 got a, a man you good baby girl locked down for a while but <laughs> you good so you out the game but i know you see what i know you got single homegirls and i know you see what the fuck going on out here because we yeah. always talk about this shit every day yeah so i don't want to talk about that i want to talk about <laughs> the friendship side do you also feel like friendships aren't what they supposed to be like or what they used to be like i don't know is it us just growing up or is like people really just not loyal no more i feel like it's a little bit of both um you know back in the day people would always tell you the friends you got now ain't gonna be the friends you got in 10 years and five years or whatever so it's life and it ain't necessarily got to be a bad thing it's just like different strokes for different folks like people grow up differently and experience different things to where you you opposite now so it's kind of like it ain't no issue but we just not like we used to be type of thing yeah 
I mean, and then you got them them friends to where it's like, I could call you every day. I could talk to you every day. We good. We good. We good. We got them friends like, I talk to you probably once a month. Like, but you good, friend? Or I could call you 911 and you picking up and you doing this and you doing that and you pulling up. And then I got them friends that's like, you know, we talk a little bit more often and this is that and that is this. So, I mean, it's a little bit of both. Like, I feel like the relationships that I have with my homegirl, shout out to Kim, shout out to Mina, like, it's solid as fuck. You get what I'm saying? And they both play different roles for me in different ways at different times. So Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that. And I try to be and vice versa. You get what I'm saying? But there are people who I thought was going to be my friend, like friend, friend for the long run. And the shit went left or the shit just got awkward. And it's like, maybe we was raised different or maybe our outlooks is different. So it's opposite now. And I'm I'm cool on you. Like, I respect you. Got love for you. But nah, like. mm -hmm. I just think it's a difference between loyalty having loyalty and then you fall out because of like being like outgrowing somebody versus Mm -hmm. just doing some backstabbing shit Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of bitches are backstabbing each other right now like Mm -hmm. i've seen it's so many situations like my friends dealing with uh they homegirls and getting backstabbed and shit that's happening in the media like the shaquilla robinson situation like that shit is crazy that shit is crazy and then i seen another something on tiktok where this girl passed away and it was because of her homegirl like her homegirl baby daddy (laughs) let uh, me tell you a story let me tell you a story so i'm gonna just keep it a whole g so my sister, right? Me and my sister is really close. We like four years apart. We got closer since I moved out of the home, like, you know, away from home type of shit. Mm-hmm. And she went on a trip with some people that was supposed to be her friend. And the energy was weird. She kind of like felt like she was on a trip by herself. So mm-hmm. I'm irritated at her. Like, bitch, why would you rush to go on this trip? And this is that. Like, so, yeah, it's like motherfuckers just be weird. Some people be like deep down envious or like not really wanting to be your friend and then it always comes to light so it's like you can't really be mad at it you just gotta understand like motherfuckers well shit gone. i shouldn't have to worry about if i'm gonna die around yeah no nah, that's you know extreme like but however the motherfucker that was fighting her i heard was like a um a like transformed into a woman type of shit Oh, are you serious? That's what I saw. I'm I'm hoping that I'm not wrong. You feel me? Like throwing out false info, but forgive me y'all if I'm wrong. But that's what I saw. That's what I heard. Oh no. Yeah. That's but if not you look at the picture and the features, it's a little muscular, you feel me? Dang. I didn't even know that, bro. That's crazy as hell. That's yeah. that makes it even more fucked up. But yeah, like I just I don't know. I I kind of feel like this this era right now, loyalty is just like weird. Like uh-huh. I don't know. I I I'm definitely gonna keep my friends close that's already there and that's already sure. actively, you know, reciprocating and shit. But like I still feel like, damn, why do people gotta watch out for the people closest to them? Like that's the craziest thing to me. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. But, you know, you just got to move a certain way. Always keep your head on a swivel. Like, sometimes people can't, like, take your energy, can't take your aura. So, it's like, it just be too much, like, for people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's definitely why I feel like, you know, um, I don't want to say I got haters because I don't feel like I do. 
But um, I seen you post something about some shit earlier. You definitely have haters. Like, I'm not gonna <laughs> say what it was, but I saw it and I, I could relate to that. You know, back in the day. So it's like, yeah, no, motherfuckers be weird and haters. And and the thing is this though, like I be really trying to be humble. You know what I'm saying? Because I I feel like people be like, yeah, I got haters. What the what what? And don't got shit going on. So it's like. I don't want to be the one that's out here popping shit like that. Like, I just really be just trying to stay humble and not even pay that shit no attention. But Oh, yeah, for sure. I be really still kind of seeing that shit low-key. Like, damn, I really don't even be, like, worried about nobody. And motherfuckers like not finding a reason not to like me. Yeah, like, what's... Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this shit is crazy. It is, but again, it be how we be raised, and some motherfuckers just cannot get out of it. Like, snap out of it like i'm not on that we not on that you shouldn't be on that like what are you doing so i got people i got i want to give a shout out to me jay for pulling up and supporting the podcast really appreciate you boo no problem Um, if you want to throw out your tags your your business page your personal page for people to follow you yes ma'am um make sure everybody follow sugarplum.llc on instagram Follow my personal page, Mij, that's with four E's, J, three underscores, you feel me? Um, just being myself. Um, everybody have a blessed night. And yeah, thank you for having me. I love this for you. I can't wait to see it on bigger and better things, but you doing great. So keep doing your shit. Thank you, my love. And everybody, make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, ayana.audible. Until next time, thank y'all for tuning in. Toodles. All right.